0: Welcome to the Kalos Church Podcast. We are so happy you are here.
1: The word Kalos means beautiful in poorly pronounced Greek, but we think Jesus is so beautiful and we are here to help everyone see
0: just that. Like many of you, the COVID-19 virus has affected us greatly, but we are still here for you. In fact, our pastors have crafted a sermon that we can't wait to share with you. Let's jump in right now. Yes, we're so glad that you're here online with us this morning. And Pastor Pradeepin is going to continue our series alone mm-hmm. together. I'm really excited about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but before he does that, we're actually going to share a praise report and a prayer request. You know, we've actually been doing this now every single week since we've been online. And it's been really beautiful mm-hmm. to keep us all connected. Yeah. Uh, real people going through real stuff, celebrating real things God is mm-hmm. doing. Uh, so the praise report I want to share today is actually about our grocery outreach. About 25. Families at Kalos Church joined with 21 other churches in wow. our city to buy groceries for families in need who didn't know where groceries were going to come from, where their next meal was going to come from. Mm. And so together, we have reached over 330 families wow. here in Bellevue, uh, and that equates to about 1,500 individuals who wow. are still receiving groceries, getting meals, and and not mm. having to worry about food. Hmm. Uh, and so I'm so excited about what God is doing Come about on. over 550 people are shopping every single week <laughs> to make sure that. that we're able to take these groceries to these families so way to go Kalos Church thank you for mm-hmm. your generosity and let's just thank God for his provision that we're able to bless our community in that way I want to share a prayer request with you today as well. Um, There is a couple in our church uh, having a baby, and they just found out that the baby actually has a chromosomal issue uh, that really has left the prognosis and the issue very, very serious Mm. and very disheartening. Um, And so we want to come together, we want to pray, we want to ask God for a miracle for this family. I have been pregnant myself. Uh, I can't imagine what that's like when you're parents, uh, and just really feeling so much compassion and empathy for this family so we're gonna pray and, and I want to remember this scripture where uh, it talks about where two or three are gathered in my name I am with them and what is so cool about that is even though we're not physically yeah. close and together we are together yeah. and we are standing in the name of Jesus yeah. for healing for this baby and I believe that God is with us yeah. and so let's just pray all together uh, for this little baby mm-hmm. Father we just thank you so much that you are God of miracles. Yes. You are sovereign God. Yeah. And Lord, we are asking right now as a community of faith that you would come and do what only you can do. Mm-hmm. You would do the impossible. Yes, you would Lord. you would provide a medical miracle yes. in this situation. Father, I ask that every single issue that this baby is facing and fighting, oh God that Uh, everything would be healed, Mm -hmm. that the baby's body would be touched, even while uh, it's growing in the womb, they would be touched in the name of Jesus. Lord, we ask for a perfectly healthy Mm -hmm. baby. We know that you can do it, Lord Jesus. What doctors can't do right now, you can do. So I ask right now, Jesus, for your supernatural healing and touch for this little baby in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Mm. Well, I'm so excited to hear from Pastor Pradeepan in our Alone Together series.
1: Alone Together. I love this brand new series that we're in where we get to talk about how we can be alone and isolated, but we can also be together. And one of my favorite things about this whole isolation time is that there is a culture of memes. So I want to share one real quick. Here it is. To my parents who said staying home and playing video games would never prepare you for the real world, check Mate, I, I love that. People are innovating and yep. really creating some cool things. And to those of us who grew up playing video games home alone in the basement because we had no friends, we're really thriving now. And I am so <laughs> excited. And uh, this sermon I'm super pumped about. I believe, honestly, I'm not trying to overhype this, but I believe that generations to come are going to be impacted by how we respond to this word. This message based in the scripture. Mm. And we're going to talk about lessons that we can learn from Paul the Apostle's house arrest when he was in isolation and how that isolation led to some intense innovation. Mm. And so let's jump into Acts 28. It says in verse 16, when we got to Rome, Paul was allowed to live by himself with a soldier to guard him. My brothers, although I've done nothing against our people, he writes, or against the customs of our ancestors, I was arrested in Jerusalem and handed over to the Romans. They examined me and wanted to release me because I was not guilty of any crime deserving death. The Jews objected, so I was compelled to make an appeal to Caesar. For two whole years, Paul stayed there in his own rented house and welcomed all who came to see him. He proclaimed the kingdom of God and taught about the Lord Jesus Christ with all boldness and without hindrance so Paul is under house arrest and I love the scripture says that he preached the gospel without hindrance you think if you're in prison that would be a hindrance but God used Paul mightily in that prison time and that isolation led to some cool innovation in fact it was during that time where Paul wrote the book of Philemon Colossians Philippians, the prison epistles that have really impacted the entire world. And I believe that we are going to impact the world by what God releases through us during this time of isolation. And I'm already seeing some creative things coming out of the quarantine. For example, because of the the toilet paper scare, people are learning how to unply toilet paper (laughs) like we're seeing in this gif, jif, how do you say it, gif or jif? Jif. Jeff, nice. And we're learning how to unply or unply, I don't know what the correct terminology (laughs) here is, but we're learning how to make our toilet paper last. And I love that innovation. Another thing we're seeing, like with our digital small groups, which we have 19 of them right now, is that in our Zoom small groups, people have learned how to change their backgrounds even without a green screen. And I love the creativity. So I'm talking with people and seeing, oh, wow, they are on the set of The Office. This is so cool. Some people are on the set of Friends, if you're old enough to remember that show. And, uh, you know, some of us are in just all sorts of different shows that I really like the creativity. And, you know, for the last two weeks, we've talked a lot about Corona cuts. And so are we going to talk about that again? Yes, we're going to talk about Corona cuts for the third week in a row. I am so excited. People are learning how to give themselves haircuts. This is innovation. This is learning new skills and something that was meant to hold us down fearful behind closed doors. And we have people like Tori who shaved his head. I love it. (laughs) Looking good, my friend. Steven here. He gave himself a haircut or his brother gave himself a haircut something like that and his wife now says he looks like a mushroom broccoli broccoli yeah that's right broccoli <laughs> not mushroom right do you agree with that do i think so? D- yeah you Stephen, think he looks like a
0: broccoli uh, not anymore i think All right. he did for a okay, minute yeah
1: i guess you. and also here is Andrew Jennings who has done nothing with this. <laughs> <laughs> God bless you, my friend. (laughs) I mean, not only are people innovating haircuts and learning how to give themselves a haircut, Zach and Becca Snyder, what do they do in isolation? They built a table. We're just going to learn how to build a table. And uh, that is awesome. And God is using this quarantine to release and build gifts. And it feels like people are inventing things like tables and also reinventing themselves. And this is just so cool. And I I don't know, during times of crisis, I feel like, we can fall into two different camps. Some of us, we're like, ah, everything's new and different and changing. I'm going to kind of observe before I make any moves. And we just kind of do nothing. We're already feeling digital fatigue. We don't have a lot of accountability, accountability from our, our bosses. So we can just kind of do nothing at home. And uh, I don't know if you're a high inertia person. I think I can be. Like it takes a lot for me to get in the routine of going to the gym and working up. But once I start, I don't want to stop the streak. And so it takes a lot of energy to get me going. And it takes a lot of energy to, to stop me from going. High inertia. I think that's the correct term. I don't know. I'm not a man of science, but that's the term I want to use. And, you know, I don't don't want to do something if I can't do everything. So I'm just going to stop everything. And while some of us are doing nothing others of us in this time of pandemic and quarantine, we feel like we have to do everything. I'm stuck at home, so I'm gonna learn how to cook a new meal. I'm gonna make a table. I, I'm going to reinvent all these things about my accent. I'm gonna learn different languages. I'm gonna do it all. And we're kind of unfocused and chaotic. And and uh, we're like, I don't, I just gotta do it all. And so I don't know what camp you're in where you're like, I just feel like a ball of energy because I'm stuck at home. I got this nervous energy, I gotta gotta do something. Maybe you're in the other camp where you're like, "Uh, I'm just trying to survive with all my kids. I'm just holding on. Hmm. God bless those people who can build tables, but we're not, (laughs) we're not doing that. So. I I just really want to glean some of the lessons from Paul the Apostle. And I honestly don't believe that this is the time for the body of Christ, the church, the people of God to do nothing. Mm -hmm. But I also don't believe it's the time for us to just run around like crazy people and do everything Mm -hmm. and have all this unfocused energy. So why don't we talk about three lessons that I'm learning that we could all learn from Mm -hmm. Paul's house arrest. And the first thing that I want to share is this. God has historically used isolation To share the gospel. Let's look again at verse 30 from this passage. For two whole years, Paul stayed there in his own rented house and welcomed all who came to see him. He proclaimed the kingdom of God and taught about the Lord Jesus Christ with all boldness and without hindrance. First of all, can I get a good amen for all of those people with rented houses?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Currently we're currently in. Glory glory to God. But (laughs) anyways. He, in this time, isn't hindered. He's able to preach the gospel. In this time of isolation, he figured out a way he could advance the kingdom of God. And when we look at Bible characters, when we look at church history, we see that isolation has produced some amazing men and women of God. Paul in the prison wrote a lot of the New Testament. We see the Apostle John when he was exiled on the island called Patmos, Patmos, Different ways of pronouncing that. And uh, he writes the book of Revelation, the very last book of the Bible. We see that Joseph in the Old Testament, he has a vision that he's going to lead his family. The very next part of the story, he's placed in a pit. And then he's placed as a slave. And then he's placed in a prison. And eventually he's second in command over all of Egypt. And then we see Jesus isolated in a tomb but then he overcomes it and changes the world forever. God has historically used isolation. And I, I feel like we're in a moment like this where God is shaping things inside of us. In Isaiah 49, I like this. And I, I just feel like we're in a time like this. It says, and he has made my mouth like a sharp sword. In the shadow of his hand, in the shadow, I like that. In the shadow of his hand, he has hidden me and made me a polished shack. In his quiver, he has hidden me. And I've just learned at As we look at these historical stories, these Bible stories, as I've realized in my own life that oftentimes God hides you before he guides you. Mm. And it's in this hidden place, this secret place that God has shaped some amazing things. I remember when I graduated from Bible school, I was ready to conquer the world, preach the gospel, go everywhere. And I felt like the Lord said, no, I want you to serve in the basement of a pastor, I want you to kind of hide away. I'm not going to put you on a big platform. I'm not going to release you to the world. I'm just going to let you serve in the secret. And that was so hard for me. I felt like, Lord, I want it to your will. Lord, use use my gift. Send me to any country that people don't want to go to. Like, I will go. And the Lord said, no, just hide. Mm. Just serve in secret. And that was very very difficult but it's in those times now that I look back with 2020 hindsight that I realized the Lord was shaping me Mm. he's getting rid of my ego he's teaching me how to serve Mm. he's teaching me character I had time to read so many books I literally had the Bible on repeat with a CD and I listened to the Bible hundreds of times in my sleep As I got ready in the morning, as I was in the house, it was just the scriptures on repeat over and over. And the word was really becoming alive in my heart, in my mind. And I am so thankful that the Lord was able to infuse me with his will, his ways, his word in that time in the secret place. And you might feel hidden right now. And if you're a person with God, if you have a relationship with God, that hidden place is a very special place. Because I believe God is shaping some things inside of you. And right now in this isolation, it feels like a mess, but I like this quote by Oz Hillman. It says, God turns our messes into messages and creates messengers in the process. And I want to be God's messenger where I can preach the gospel without hindrance. Amen? Amen. Point number two that I'm learning from Paul in his house arrest is this. Limitation inspires Imagination. Paul found creative ways to preach the gospel. It was so effective. If you want some more rhymes, which if you're part of Kayla's Church, I know you do. Here they are. Isolation provokes creation. Love it. Restriction creates traction. Is that a rhyme? I don't know, but I'll take it. Here's one that's kind of a stretch. The chains that I got demand different trains of thought. What do you think of And so, Paul, he's in this really difficult time. Well, does that hold him back from preaching the gospel effectively? Well, let's look at verse 23 and find out. They arranged to meet Paul on a certain day and came in even larger numbers to the place where he was staying. He witnessed to them from morning till evening, explaining about the kingdom of God and from the law of Moses and from the prophets, he tried to persuade them about Jesus. He is able to reach even more people while in isolation. Wow. His limitation provoked all this imagination and creative ways to reach more people with the gospel. I love that. And I think Paul, deep down in his heart, knew that the gospel could abound even while he was bound. I just think that is awesome. The gospel works. And there are times where I feel like some of us forget what business we're in. You know, I think of the the company Blockbuster. Used to buy DVDs and VHS tapes from them. They're not in business anymore. While well, Netflix is thriving with videos. Well, why why didn't Blockbuster, you know, mm. achieve that status? Well, they didn't know what business they were in. They thought they were in the DVD business. Really, they were in the entertainment business and Netflix really just took over that 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 market share. I don't remember the last time someone was like, "Bro, why'd you change your Blockbuster password?" And Amritha, you've never been like, hey, honey, you want to blockbuster and chill? Is that appropriate to say? I don't know. That that just hasn't happened. you know, you know, they they've faded away. They didn't innovate. And I really feel like the people of God right now are called to innovate yeah. during this time of Good. isolation, finding creative new ways. And you know, for months now, we've talked about at Kalo's Church, like, should we do some more things with like YouTube and really reaching people who will never step foot into a church building? Yeah. And we just kind of sat on that for a while. Well, this whole quarantine has caused us to feel a fire, a fire lit under us. And we're like, we got to reach people. And now we are forced into that creativity. We've pivoted. And honestly, we're reaching a lot of people. Last week at Easter, we had about 3,000 people view our online service. And that's more than we've ever had in a service. And there are people who are hearing the gospel for the first time. And I love that. Even though this isn't ideal, we can't wait till we meet face-to-face. We're reaching people we've never reached yeah, before. Right. I just saw this testimony from a friend where uh, someone said, hey, my husband has never gone to church with me, but he spent Easter with me. And oh. we watched a sermon from our bedroom. Oh. And I just love that. And we got to ask ourselves, is this whole quarantine, is it a blizzard? Like there's going to be a snowstorm, a blizzard, and then it's going to end in a couple days. Or is it? Is it an ice age? Is this more of a... a an interruption more than it's a disruption. Mm. And I, I think a lot of things are going to change because we're, we're pivoting, the world is adjusting and we're learning. And I believe that this is a time for the church to use imagination, that we serve the creator and he's gifted us with creativity. And instead of just thinking out of the box all the time, we're learning how to think inside of the box. Mm. Creativity with limitation in mind. And I'm just so excited to see how Kayla's church is rising to the occasion with digital small groups, with Easter basket drop-offs, with people calling and praying for one another. The church is alive and we're reaching people in even greater numbers, just like Paul the Apostle did. And I believe the the best, I really believe it, is yet to come. And I'm so excited to see what God is going to do through all of us. And point number three is this. I believe that God wants to use your chains to set free. God wants to use your chains. And this scripture that Paul describes his whole reality, he says it like this. It is because of the hope <coughs> of Israel that I am bound with this chain. It was because of hope he had chains. It was in the preaching of gospel, he knew that even with chains, he could bring hope. He could bring deliverance. And it was because of that he did so. And I feel like We're in a moment right now where God is going to reveal special things to us. He's going to to reveal special things inside of us, and he's going to release it to the world. Isaiah 45 says it like this, I will give you treasures of darkness and hidden riches of secret places that you may know that I, the Lord, who calls you by your name, am the God of Israel. I believe right now, as the Lord is hiding us, He's given us treasures that can only be found in darkness. He's given us riches that can only be found in secret places. And I I just want to ask you this question. What is the quarantine unlocking inside of you? What is God wanting to release to you And through you during this time, just like Paul the Apostle. He wrote those inspired scriptures during that time. And I believe God is wanting to do some things through you that is going to change the world for generations to come. I like this quote by Rahm Emanuel. He says, you never let a serious crisis go to waste. It's an opportunity to do things you could not do before. And I believe God is going to do some things inside of you and through you. And what is it? Maybe there's a book inside of you. Maybe God is uh, revealing some ideas for a business. Maybe there's some family reconciliation you're going to pursue right now. Maybe you're called to lead a small group or up your prayer life or your devotional life. There's so many things that God might be stirring in your heart right now. You know, this last week I, I released a song on YouTube and Spotify, a song about dealing with autism and the pain of dealing with autism. And uh, just my kid is crying in the background right now. And you're you're coughing. A lot of crazy things happening in this quarantine. And uh, this song, I I talked about this pain and uh, the reality. I love my son. I'm so proud of him. I accept him just as he is. But adjusting to being a special needs parent costs a lot of emotions to rise up. Grief and sorrow and pain. And as I, I put pen to paper and released this song to the world... I mean, honestly, we've received hundreds of comments and over 130 shares on Facebook and, and people are reaching out to me and they're saying, uh, thank you for writing that song. Uh, I feel like for the first time, I've, I'm understood. One mom wrote to me, you said to the world what I wouldn't dare to say to my closest friends and, and family. Thank you for writing that song. People are I bawled for hours because I, I felt like you were reading my journal. Yeah. Thank you for writing and releasing that song. You put to words all these feelings I have. And I'm like, wow, that time of darkness in my soul, that time of just feeling like nobody understands what I'm going through, like God is using that. And making it a treasure to help more parents who are dealing with the same reality and issues and i I believe that there are things that god is forming inside of you during this time of darkness and the world needs it the world needs you to make known the beauty of jesus from your experience from your perspective with your words and just like paul the apostle was able to impact the world in such an amazing way i believe God is causing and calling the church to rise up in this isolation and use it to reach the world. Amen. Because God is still good, even though we're in isolation. Amen. Jesus is still the King of Kings, even though we're in quarantine. Yeah. And it is up for us. It is up to us to rise up and say, Jesus is alive Jesus is working. Jesus loves you and he cares about you. And we will preach the gospel without hindrance. Amen. Amen. And I'm so excited. And so I wanna challenge you. Would you find God's dream in the quarantine? Would you find out what he wants to release in you and through you? And I know you might feel overwhelmed with just surviving and taking care of kids. And I, I know it's not easy but I believe God wants to reveal things to you. I believe it from the depths of my heart. And I'm just so proud of one thing I feel like God's releasing through the people of Kalo's church. And we have something called isolationals that we're about to release. And what are isolationals? It's a devotional. A a devotional is like, how can we really curate some words and Mm -hmm. prayers to help us have a devotional life with God, devoting our hearts to God. And so that's what a devotional is. And we're in a time of isolation where we're, you know, alone, but alone together. And we're wanting to facilitate that. So we're adding these things together. A devotional plus isolation equals isolationals. And so we have... 40 different Mm devos written for us to pray together, to be encouraged together, to read the same scriptures. And you can find those at kalos.church slash isolationals. These are words from the very people of Kalos Church. God is releasing something very special through this isolational in a time of isolation. We can focus on God's goodness through the people of God. And so I'm going to pray for us right now. And I just, again, I want to ask you this question. What is God wanting to unlock in you during this quarantine? What is God wanting to release through you to make known the beauty of Jesus? Let's pray. Dear Father, thank you so much for your word and this message. And I pray that you would just help us to find your heart. Whatever you want to reveal to us in the secret place, Lord, we're open to it. And Lord, we're not trying to strive or just, you know, hurry through this or make things happen in our own strength, Lord. But we are saying we're willing to be shaped by you. And whatever you wanna do, Lord, we're open to it. And so Lord, I pray that you would help us to make known your beauty to the world during this time of isolation. And just like Paul was able to impact the world with your love, Lord, I pray that we'd be able to do the same. We really hope you enjoyed that sermon. We will continue to post new sermons every single Monday.
0: We'd love to see you at our live Facebook premiere next time. They are at 945, 1130, and 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. If you join us there, you can participate in live chat and connect with people in real time. Hope you can join us this Sunday. See you next time.